Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. You're listening to the second season of Breakdown, an exclusive podcast by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This season, death in a hot car, mistake or murder. Go to AJCBreakdown.com for additional background, photos, video, and more on the Justin Ross Harris case. Good thing this is called Breakdown. I need to give you a very brief update on what's happened. In case you haven't heard by now, we've just seen a breakdown in the Justin Ross Harris case, and the trial is off the rails. This, of course, is the nature of the news business. The news changes without warning. It's news, after all. What you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. What you had no idea was coming suddenly pops up. That's especially true in covering courts. The whole process is set up to be orderly and predictable. It's supposed to be. But then something happens. A defendant enters an unexpected plea on the eve of trial. The judge shocks the courtroom by dismissing the case altogether. Or, in the very rare instance, there's a decision to uproot the trial from where it's supposed to be held and moving it hundreds of miles away. So here's what happened in the Harris trial. Judge Mary Staley had qualified 41 prospective jurors during three grueling weeks of voir dire. No, counselor, not voir dire. She only needed 42 to make the final cut on the 12 jurors and a few alternates, and the beginning of testimony was only a few days away. I'm Bill Rankin, legal affairs writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. After recording five full episodes of Death in a Hot Car, Mistake or Murder, we promised you that we'd come back with weekly podcast updates from the trial. But to do the updates, there has to be a trial. And we don't have one. I'll tell you why. But first, a brief digression. Here's Judge Staley speaking from the bench on Monday. Media coverage has been pervasive, constant. It's covered even non-issues such as scheduling of the case. Uh, The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has had uh, recent in-depth podcasts about the case. I believe it might be ongoing at this time. Well, it was ongoing, Judge. And then you called off the trial. She continues. WSB Radio has uh, a daily court watch. The week before trial, jury selection, there was at least a one or two hour talk show on drive time with a call-in talk show about the case where public opinions were discussed. This is all within the press's uh, purview as a free press to address and pay attention to items that they consider to be noteworthy and of public interest. This court certainly does not disparage what the coverage has been. I only reflect that what I think would be largely agreed upon within the community 
that there has been extensive publicity and press coverage of this case. So Staley was worried that all the media attention had tainted her jury pool. The defense certainly thought so. After three weeks of jury selection, the defense believed that a fair-minded jury couldn't be found in Cobb County, Georgia. As jury selection was winding up, they surprised everyone by filing a motion for a change of venue. Our journalists at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution are working around the clock to keep you updated on all the developments surrounding the Trump indictment. Now the AJC is putting all of our coverage in one place with our new Trump 19 newsletter. Every Wednesday, you'll have our latest coverage and analysis on this historic case in your inbox. So sign up for free today at AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. That's all one word. AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. I'm Ernie Suggs. And I'm Ned Ravone. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Remember from episode five what we told you about the mood and statements of the jury pool? One potential juror said she wouldn't mind if Harris got the death penalty. Here's Harris's lead defense attorney, Maddox Kilgore. He's asking her about what she wrote in her juror questionnaire. And your response was that I know taking a life for a life is not what Christ thought, but if this defendant were to be executed legally, I'd approve and understand. And that's what your that's what your beliefs are. Staley cited this exchange among others when she granted the motion to move the trial elsewhere in Georgia. The juror questionnaires show pervasive knowledge of this case. You read them, they consistently have some knowledge of the case. Some of them don't. That's the exception and not the rule. And they have a lot of information. And then the emotionality of the response includes comments such as, I hate to use vulgarity, but I believe one juror said rotten hell. I think another used the word pervert. Well, that's not vulgar. That's, that's a perfectly fine word if it, if it fits the situation. But regardless, uh, one juror even opined that the defendant deserves the death penalty in this case, which is not an option based on the way the case has been brought to court. At this point, we don't know where the trial will be held or when. It seems certain it will not be held anywhere near Metro Atlanta. Georgia being the biggest state east of the Mississippi, that leaves a lot of options for a new venue. We have mountains, we have coast, we have peanut fields. The case could go to any of those places. Court watchers are predicting the trial will start over again sometime in the fall. We'll upload a full episode of Breakdown next week that analyzes what happened during jury selection and what's likely to happen next. Look for it on AJCBreakdown.com or any other podcast feeds you might have. And then, well, we're going to go on hiatus for a time until the trial starts back up again. Just wanted you to know there was no breakdown in Breakdown. We're still here, and we'll be back. Thanks so much for listening. The defendant has carried their burden to make a substantive showing of a likelihood that the prejudice exists 
because of extensive publicity so that it, it would not be just to try the case in Cobb County. So I grant the defendant's motion 26 for a change of venue. Mr. Sharon and I and, and Ms. Murphy will begin taking the steps to identify what jurisdiction and what timing will occur. And I'll be calling meetings with counsel soon. Season two of Breakdown, Death in a Hot Car, Mistake or Murder, is a production of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The story is reported and told by Bill Rankin, produced by Richard Hallix. Audio production by Chris Basta of Bare Knuckles Creative. The music for Breakdown was composed and performed by Bo Emerson, Chris Nicholson, and Chris Basta. Special thanks to Burt Roten, Ross Cavett, Chris Nicholson, and Buddy Hall.